welcome to the Prophecy Club. Lord, help me say the right words. Do not let me say the wrong words. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm about to bring some bad news. And you know, the the whole reason I try to warn people about these warnings from Dimitri Dudeman and Henry Greer, these other prophets, is because I don't want them to come. And then if they're coming, I want people to be informed. And so I got an email this morning, and the guy says, are you trying to say to me that all of these arrests are probably not going to happen, and Trump is really gone, and we're really under the Biden administration, there's about to be a bunch of people rounded up? Are you about to say that things are about to get real tough in America? Well, you know, I'm not a prophet. I've not heard from God. It's not me saying this. But in the position of one that has memorized Revelation and made all of these DVDs and books and blah, da, 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 you know, it's my call to try to warn you based upon Bible prophecy and what the modern prophets have said as best as I possibly can. So I'm going to try to tell you what I think is coming. And I think that we are talking about persecution coming just around the corner. Everybody wants to know when. Well, I don't know when. But if we could make it to the end of the year without this persecution coming, I think we would have done a really good job. I hate to say it, but I think that it is, again, just around the corner. You know, the Lord told me, I've talked about this many times, I won't go through the whole thing again. But again, August 8th of 2015, I heard words. I promise, I heard words. This is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded my heart as the judgment hits so will my miracles. Now, we were all hoping that that judgment would be these 222,450 sealed indictments served and a whole bunch of bad guys rounded up, Trump reelected, and back in the White House, we were hoping that that was the judgment. And we tried. We did our dead-level best, fasting and praying and all of that. I'll skip that part. But apparently, and this is what the angel told Coverstone, twasn't enough. I think we did our part, but for the most part, the whole American church is slap asleep, and they did not do their part. And so consequently, the judgment that we so richly deserve, according to what Coverstone was told, is now coming upon us. That's what I'm going to try to say in this broadcast. I'm going to try to say that persecution is just around the corner. And I'm going to say it's coming based upon this Equality Act. I said it. Go look it up. The Equality Act. This thing is about to be American Christians and King James Bible lovers' worst nightmare. This is about to bring persecution to the church like we can't believe. This is probably the worst legislation in American history in terms of the church. This is worded directly to attack the King James Bible and those people that believe in God's Word, (laughs) many of the other versions too. February 6th through 8th. I've already read the whole thing, but I'm only going to read about a paragraph of this. Coverstone says, I saw in this dream a sign on the wall that said, Business as usual is over for everyone. I hope you heard that. Business as usual is over for everyone, meaning the old world under the Constitution, where we had rights and privileges, it's all gone. Several of the military men had very thick folders in front of them. The folders had top secret classification on them and heralded the name or the title, the American Solution. 
Well, what's that? Well, I'm afraid that I know what it is now. I'm afraid that it has to do with this Equality Act, the American solution. As Hitler had the final solution, which was getting rid of the Jews, that was an attack upon God, Jesus, and his Bible. Well, the American solution, same thing. They're not coming after the guns. They're not coming after the patriots. They're not coming after the military types. They're coming after those people that do know their God and believe their King James Bible. That's the American solution. They're coming after the Christians. They're trying to eliminate Christians from America. And unfortunately, I'm looking at eight verses from the Bible that specifically say, and they come pretty close. Now let's go on. A man in the suit and glasses stood up and said, three events are planned. But if the first one hits hard enough, the other two will not be needed. Our target groups will be easily identified in the events, and the rest of America will demand their arrests and imprisonments immediately, perhaps even their executions. So the devil has something planned that is going to hit the church, so says the other Coverstone Dreams, and other Dimitri Dudeman things. It's going to hit the church. It's going to hit the church so hard that it's going to pop like a pimple out the people that really believe in the Bible. And there's going to be a separation, once again, like was told Dimitri and Henry and also Coverstone. There's going to be a separation between those people that really believe and walk and live the Bible versus those people that are just cold and, well, useless. Let's go on. Skipping a verse, it says, Hoover will be proud, sir, in our list— List? What list? It's a roundup list, meaning that there is a roundup list, and they're going to add a bunch of names to it. They're about to do something that's going to pop the, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a better way to say this, but pop the pimple, and it's going to make the people that really believe in the Bible pop out and to show themselves. Now, skipping down to another part of the Coverstone dream, then the man, that's the angel that speaks to him, said, Bracing will save many, but will also speak to many. They will hunt you. When you stand before the haters, I will prompt your words to convict their hearts. It has started. I hope you heard that too. It has started. And darkness is in the winds, so brace and speak and don't stop speaking. I believe that there's a high probability that this first attack on the church may very well be coming just prior to, on, or about Passover 2021, which is March 27th, which is the reason we have our sevenfold miracle crusade scheduled on that day, because I personally believe, while I can't prove it, I personally believe we're probably going to see sevenfold miracles begin on March 27th, and that's the reason you really want to go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and get yourself signed up, which, by the way, I changed the text because it wasn't really exactly clear what we're going to be doing. So I spent several hours yesterday changing the text. So even if you've gone to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com before, you might want to go again and reread it so you can understand what we're doing. Because, you know, we've done over 70 of these crusades, Power Jesus Crusades, uh, and then, of course, the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades went in thousands, literally thousands of meetings. But we've never done one like this before. This is different from everything. You have not been to this. 
Anyway, let's get going back to what I was saying. Now let's jump to Coverstone, June 22, 2021, and I'm going to skip most of this too. The scene changed. I was standing in front of hundreds of TV sets or computer screens. I saw men and women of God who were pastors, blacks, whites, Asians, and Indians all around the world. And I saw myself when we were all preaching the gospel and sweating with fervency and impact on our preaching. We were teaching biblical principles and dealing with major issues in culture. Major issues in culture. We think that is. I think that has to do with who is in the marriage. Is that a man and a man? A woman and a woman? Or is that a man and a woman? What saith the Bible? That's what it's getting to here. We were calling people to righteousness, holiness, and to give up ungodly things that were part of their lives. I saw people in chairs in the back of the church. Now, he just goes on to say he sees people asleep. Okay, We know that there's fair-weather Christians, tares, if you want to call them that. Now let's jump to the other part. The people at the front of the room were kneeling in prayer. In other words, those were the fervent ones. The people up front began to pray against the enemy intensively and aggressively, whereas the other ones just kind of walked out, and they were saying things like, while the preachers were saying sin cannot be part of our lives, the louder and more intensely they preached and dealt with issues of sin, the more the wolves sent in the back of our church began to stir. The people who were not listening began to say, shut up, stop saying that. I don't want to hear that. They were aggressively saying, stop saying those things. I kept preaching and preaching, and the wolves were wrestling and nudging at the people and getting them worked up. They stirred. See, this, my brothers and sisters, this is what's about to hit. This is not just coming to the average person on the street that doesn't attend church. They could care less. It's not even coming to the churches that are believing in a pre-trib rapture, and they don't have to worry. And All they're doing is just getting positive and encouraging and uplifting messages. This, this is coming to the real Christians, the people that would give their lives for Jesus, their lives for the Bible. Let's go on, though. Suddenly, the scene changed. I saw courtrooms and judges and gavels pounding the bench. This, this is the Equality Act, the Equality Act that has now passed the House and is now in the Senate and, of course, Listen to Representative Eddie Gummer talk about the Equality Act. So what this bill, the so-called Equality Act, is really about, it's not about giving rights. This is about taking away rights. You got the rights. But this is saying that part of the First Amendment, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, that's got to go. You can no longer, after this bill, you can no longer use that as a defense. When we sue your church, we sue you, a preacher, male or female, it doesn't matter, we're coming after you. If we sue a rabbi, you can't hide behind the First Amendment or this Religious Freedom Restoration Act. It won't help you because we're saying you don't have those rights the Constitution gave you. That's all RIFRA was to begin with. It was just codifying what was in the Constitution. Allow people that believe what Moses said when he said, 
a man shall leave his father and mother, a woman leave her home, the two will become one flesh. Let them be able to practice the teaching of Moses. When Jesus was asked about marriage, he said, he quoted Moses verbatim. Please allow Christians that believe what Jesus said to practice that. Allow preachers that took oaths and practice it. Allow them to do that. Don't take away the rights the Constitution gave. And don't take away decades of rights that women have worked for. Cummins, time has expired. And just give it away to men. They're so giddy because this is what they've been chomping their bits <laughs> for for years to get to come after the Christians. I saw the pastors in chains. I saw myself shackled. People in jury seats and witness stands, they were crying and judges were saying, you can no longer preach like this. You can no longer declare this type of lifestyle is a sin. You can no longer say anything bad about this kind of lifestyle. You cannot say anything about this situation. You cannot address these things. This is coming. And it's probably coming this year. It might even be coming in the next 30 days. Jesus is the only way. You cannot say this thing anymore. You can no longer preach this from Scripture. Most of the pastors are saying, we can't stop. We cannot stop. We cannot do that. The gavel came down in anger. The judges were mad. See, right now, we don't have laws that would give judges that authority. But the Equality Act, go read it. I've read it. That's exactly what it can and will do. I saw churches surrounded by mobs of people yelling, shouting, shut it down, burn it down. I saw people so hateful towards the church, harassing believers, going in and out of church. This is, yeah, mm -hmm, it's coming. See, I remarked yesterday, I said for, I don't know what church been going here in the, in Plano now for what, 18 years, I guess. For 18 years, I've watched people come in and they, came in and they sat down expecting a Hollywood show with lights and dancers and uh, live praise. They expected live praise and worship. They expected entertainment. And I watched them walk out. I've seen countless people, singles, couples come and visit, and it wasn't what they were looking for. See, they weren't looking for Jesus. They weren't looking for the real, true church. They were looking for, well, what they wanted. Not what God wanted. So consequently, they, they left. And, and I remarked to some of our congregation members just yesterday. I said, you know what? All of these years, I've been bringing people the truth. And it, it just broke my heart to see people walk out. But now, but now, a lot of the people that have stuck and stayed and continue to hang with us, now they're about to be glad. Because the things that I've been preaching have been putting down roots. I'm not talking about roots for just a little bit of wind and a little bit of rain. I'm talking about roots to survive the tribulation, to avoid the mark of the beast, to avoid. Let me go on. I saw pulpits being chopped in pieces. Matter of fact, I remarked yesterday, I said, well, we don't have a pulpit. <laughs> I saw the big old wooden pulpits being chopped to pieces. I saw plexiglass pulpits being hammered to pieces. I saw Christians in chains. I saw them being publicly ridiculed, publicly assaulted because their ideas were old-fashioned, needed to go, 
and they were not popular. That's why if you believe in the King James Bible, if you believe in what it's saying, and if you want to be a part of the end-time move of God, then you will arrange to get yourself to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, get signed up and come. I saw fires everywhere. I saw people being rounded up. I saw Chinese and Russian soldiers on the ground. And, of course, I thought, oh, well, that all that's past. Well, maybe not. Russian soldiers telling Chinese soldiers to go and pick up these people, round up these people, secure this quadrant, secure this area. We were hoping that that was helping with the 222,000 sealed and not roundup. But maybe, maybe this is helping rounding up the people that don't like the Equality Act. I saw blue helmets of the UN. I saw military things taking place. We've seen that. I saw no sign of President Trump. We've seen that. Then I heard the voice again. Brace yourself, brace yourself, brace yourself. Now, let me skip down. I want to play a culmination, three minutes and 14 seconds long. This is what the House Freedom Caucus group says about the Equality Act. Listen, now this is your House of Representatives from the United States. Listen to what they say. Behind me are some of the members of the House Freedom Caucus. The House Freedom Caucus took an official position in, to oppose H.R. 5, the so-called Equality Bill, and while it attacks religious freedom, freedom of expression, and freedom of association, all important rights recognized in the First Amendment, it also denies the biological facts that men and women are the two genders. The bill recklessly requires girls in women's restrooms, lockers, gym, or any place a female might seek privacy to surrender that privacy to biological males. It is to further the far-left goal of control by the government over every aspect of our lives. To remove Fox, Newsmax, and OANN from cable distribution. The left is pushing to change the foundation of America's greatness. I'm Congresswoman Debbie Lesko from the great state of Arizona. The Democrat bill that will effectively outlaw private facilities for women and girls. There will be no privacy or safety in bathrooms locker rooms, showers, because this bill requires, under penalty of federal law, for schools, any facility that's open to the public, that you take in biological males who identify as women and put them right next to the girls and the women in the showers, locker rooms, and bathrooms. This bill would also require, under penalty of federal law, that women domestic violence shelters that are reserved just for women would now have to accept biological males who say they are women. There is no deadline or no doctor's order. There's nothing like that. Anyone who identifies as a woman would be let in. This bill also takes away the protections against taxpayer funding for abortions and would also allow and encourage taxpayer funding for abortions up through the entire nine months. This bill discriminates against women. I turn it over to Lauren Boebert. Parents who choose not 
to subject their child to puberty blocking drugs, cross sex hormones, they could have their children removed from their custody. Not to inject your child with these drugs and blockers, which can lead to brain damage, sterilization, and increased risk of cancer is considered child abuse. Explain to our daughters why boys pretending to be girls are leering at them in the girls' locker room. Now we find ourselves in a time where Democrats are running, indeed, a tyrannical Congress and federal government, you should be concerned for the safety of all the little girls that are going to go in a bathroom not knowing if there is a man in there that calls himself a woman. Boys that want to call themselves girls do not belong in my daughter's bathrooms, in my daughter's locker rooms, on my daughter's playing field, traveling with her team where she's forced to share a hotel room with them. Women should not be forced to have to be in prison with a man in a cell that calls himself a woman. Churches should be able to have their religious freedom. As a pastor for some 25 years, I am offended, I am appalled, I am I'm outraged with what's in this bill. It will force people to violate their beliefs in order to accommodate the expansion, abortion access, and taxpayer-funded abortion. It will force, it will require medical professionals and hospitals to provide abortion services even if it goes against their deeply held religious beliefs. This is an outrage. And as it relates to religious liberties, it is equally devastating and I'm convinced this is the tip of the iceberg of what will happen if this bill ever passes. But houses of worship, religious schools, a variety of entities along these lines will be forced to surrender their beliefs in order to accommodate that which this tyrannical government is forcing upon them, telling you what you shall believe and how you are to act in accordance with their radical, left-wing, immoral policies being crammed down our throats. And we cannot let that happen. That's what we're here to do today to stand in the gap in behalf of our liberties and the American people. It doesn't mention what it eviscerates really, and that is the First Amendment. We've got some far left, alt-left, socialist, totalitarian, Orwellian people in Washington that are telling you they know better than Moses they know better than Jesus, who quoted Moses verbatim on what marriage was. This just totally guts thousands of years of religious beliefs that have worked. This will mean the end of America as we've known it. This is about power, saying we don't want nor need any Christian Jewish believing organizations we will tell you what your religious beliefs are go read 1984 i just recently reread it again this is fascism at its worst and it's coming not to a home near you to your home we got to stand against it it moves our nation away from our judeo-christian values and takes away parents rights to decide the bill would define the word sex in federal law to include pregnancy, gender identity, and sexual orientation. 
This is an attack on our parental choice and the family unit. The Equality Act would put parental rights to make decisions about their own children and medical treatment and education at risk. Any parent that does not want their child to go through gender reassignment surgery at a young and vulnerable age would be st stigmatized and there is a risk that their child could be take, taken away or the life-altering surgery would be done with or without the parental consent. Think about that for a minute. This is a disgrace and an overreach on the family unit and the way that we raise our children. This diminishes the ability of parents to raise their children and pass on their values. It has Washington, D.C. and Nancy Pelosi and the ultimate to decide ultimately the morality of our children and our churches. I ran on a pro-God and pro-family platform. I'm not going to back away from that and neither are my peers because there are some things more important than politics and it's called the right to worship. It's called our families and our family values. That's what's at stake right now. Restricting such accommodations, including uh, including at public schools, gyms, as well as homeless or domestic violence shelters, would be discrimination under federal law. The bill goes and cut the bill guts congressional protection for religious liberty, including the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, which requires that laws placing a substantial burden on free exercise of religious of religion and must serve a compelling government interest and be least restrictive means of achieving that interest. Meaning our pastors are going to be hamstrung. Meaning our outreach, our missions are going to be hamstrung. Meaning we are not going to be free to do the things that we choose to do as Christians. Without this protection, houses of worship and religiously affiliated schools, hospitals, nonprofits, and other entities will be forced to act contrary to their beliefs or stop offering certain services to the public. That's a shame to hamstring our churches in such a manner. The Equality Act would force health care providers to reform abortions and gender transition surgeries against their deeply held religious beliefs. It would likewise force both people and organizations in many everyday life and work settings to speak or act in support of gender transitions, including health care workers and licensed counselors, even when it's against their professional judgment. If that doesn't scare you, if that doesn't get your attention, nothing will. Genesis 2.23 says, And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, his female, and they shall be one flesh. Now that's what Moses wrote in the book of Genesis. Then Jesus comes along and says the same thing, Mark ten six. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh, so then they are no more twain, but one flesh. Meaning, well, that's the definition of a marriage. And because of the filters from the platform, as you well know, I can't say much more directly. Besides that, I believe the Lord spoke in my heart, and he said, Stan, this is really not your call. 
your call is to be a watchman and warn people about Bible prophecy and the end time coming. So this may be the last time I talk about this. This is Coverstone's call, not my call. But let's do jump back to what Coverstone was told. He said, then I saw this big billboard saying, Passover 2021. Big things are coming for the world. Big things are coming for the world. Now, what is the big things? I want to believe that that's <laughs> the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. I also would like to think that that's 222,450 sealed indictments being served. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think that what we're probably about to see is this Equality Act will pass the Senate and Katie bar the door. They're coming after the Christians, the churches, the pastors, and like a pimple, it's going to pop out the ones that really believe in the Bible. That's the point. That's the point of this broadcast I'm trying to make. Now let's jump to November 9, 2020. Again, only part of a Coverstone dream called the Lincoln Dream. Uncle Sam stated clearly and precisely, With great struggle, we do not recognize the law of man or God. <laughs> That's where we are right now. Okay, we got six states that refuses to follow the election laws according to their legislature. The, uh, the Supreme Court refused to hear that. That means they're not observing the Constitution anymore. And we'll continue this in the next broadcast. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you.